Hello, welcome to Royal Generations podcast hosted by me, Lucia del Pilar. On this very special episode, we have a young man. He is an entrepreneur. He has been in the game of entrepreneurship for the past six years. He is 24 years old and he has a lot of experience under his belt. And he is very well off financially, praise God. So next, so here we have Mike Sotero. Welcome, Mike. Alrighty, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So I wanted to ask you because you are seriously talking like you walk it, like you really are the man, right? So I wanted to ask you, where did this journey start in entrepreneurship? And how did you know that you were going to drive and go into entrepreneurship? Yeah, so it actually happened by accident. You know, my whole goal and dream was to play baseball. Uh, when I was 16 years old, they found a, a tumor in my right knee, and uh, that definitely delayed the process, and I ended up not going out of state. And uh, when I was uh, in high school, my senior year, I had a friend sit down with me, uh, show me a video uh, to a company, and at 18 January of 2013, uh, I said yes. I said yes to my dreams. I said I'm not going to settle for less, and uh, it's been a crazy journey, successes, failures, more failures than success. And um, I can tell you, it's, it, it wasn't easy. It's, you know, there's still a, a long way to go. But I was 18. I was at a place in my life where I was just looking for more. And um, thank God that my friend sent me that text message that day. Wow. That is so, so divine. So I wanted to ask you, when it comes to entrepreneurship, as you've been in this process, how has um, your faith in God, because you're a man of God, how has your faith mm-hmm. in God helped you? from when you started, because now you're 24, so you probably started around when you were 18. So yeah. you're fresh out of high school, your friend sends you this text, and you go, and all of a sudden, you fall in love with entrepreneurship, because, hey, it's also a way to be financially free, right? After high school, that's really what you want to do. Yeah, so I really, you know, to be honest, I didn't really have, and I always believed in God, especially after, you know, that surgery when I was 16. That was really, I guess, when you could a wake-up call to, like, knowing God was real and that he had my back. Because for about seven days, I don't share this with too many people, but for seven days, uh, they, they didn't know if it was cancerous or not. So, like, my whole family was panicking, all that stuff. So that was when the relationship started. Uh, but then, it, you know, kind of drifted away. I wasn't going to church consistently. I wasn't spending time with the people that, you know, were in the church. So I was, you know, my actions were not the best. And uh, it was actually 2015. I was involved in a company, and there were some issues. And the company had some, some problems. And basically we got a phone call one day and said, Hey, you're not getting paid this week. And it went on for like a whole month. You know, imagine no income coming in for a whole month. And I went to Las Vegas to spend some time with some friends. And I had a friend named Alex and Alex, uh, you know, was recently getting involved in in a church. It was called C3 in San Diego. And uh, he's like, you have to come to this event we're having with, uh, with this pastor. His name is Benny Perez. And he's going to be, I believe I said his name right. He's going to be preaching Sunday. So I canceled my flight home from Vegas to Miami. And I drove with Alex from Vegas to San Diego. And that day, I think it was in August of 2015. uh, That was the day I gave my life to Christ. And that was the day I I got saved at that church. Completely random. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wow. And what happened? So you wanted to play baseball and all of a sudden they found this. So. Were you, what was the end result? Were you healed? It was progressive. Like what happened with that? Yeah. I mean, the surgery went well. They took out the, uh, the tumor it was the size of a golf ball and it was actually crazy. 
where the tumor was in my knee. It's like in your tibula. There was only three surgeries like that in the entire country in that year wow. that, it, that it happened. So definitely very crazy. But yeah, you know, through prayer and uh, just amazing doctors, God bless them. Um, I was healed. Wow. Everything was better. Wow. Yeah. And it, I believe it's so crazy because things kind of went in a different direction after that. It was kind of like a moment in your life where you're like, whoa, this was my passion. And then boom, you, God had already planned for you, but you're already going into a full on journey where he was going to definitely be by your side. So yeah. I wanted to ask you now that you've been in entrepreneurship, what has been something that um, you have learned through, you know, because sometimes when we go to, we talk about success, we also need to like remind ourselves to, um, of our failures, just to mm -hmm. remain humble. Um, so what have been some of the things that you would say, maybe you failed at, but you've still learned from, you know, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bible says, be humble with little, you'll be rewarded with more. And what's happening in 2018 is people are getting rewarded with an income or whatever, and they're not being grateful for it. So when things get maybe taken away or somebody walks out of your life, then it's like a, a red flashing light. Oh, okay, now I'll take a look, but it's, it's too late. So just I just tell people always remain humble because there's always somebody who would love to switch positions, right? There's this uh, there's video where there's a guy in a BMW and then there's a guy in like, you know, maybe a different, a four cylinder car, you know, idolizing the BMW. And then there's a guy on a bike idolizing the guy in the four cylinder car. And then there's a guy on the street idolizing the guy on a bike. And then there's somebody in the window, two stories high in a wheelchair that can't walk, idolizing the person that has legs. Wow. So you have to be grateful. And with that being said, in the business that you have now, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to trading for an exchange, which is phenomenal. And it really has been a blessing to your life. And I know to millions of others, you also have a lot of connections with people from different nations that you work with. How has, ha how has God um, spoken to you in terms of, you know, being grateful? Because you interact with people, for example, from South America, yeah. where some of these nations don't have much. Of course. So what are, what's one thing that you would share with people from what you have learned? Because you travel a lot as well. Mm -hmm. So what is one of the things that you have learned and that you've kind of had revelation about when it comes to um, being grateful, especially in the season of gratitude that we are right now in? Yeah, so I never defined success as a certain amount of money. Uh, I've, I've, been in a, I've been in cities, you know, in Peru and in Colombia where the average person a month, not a week or a day, the average income a month will be anywhere from two to $300. So when we go there and we're able to bless and show people, you know, a vehicle, how they could earn, you know, that in a week or that even a day if they, you know, work hard, uh, it's just very, you know, a lot of gratitude when you go there. When I go there, I always take extra money and I'm always – you know, tipping and going above and beyond because these people, they're so happy and, and they, and they have very little. And those are the people that you could see God through them, right? They're not just talking wow. about it. You could see God through them in a lot of these countries. Cause that is, you know, their main priority is God first. Uh, I was in a city. Uh, I can't remember. It was in Ecuador. It was three hours away from Guayaquil. Uh, it's called Puerto Viejo. And there was the biggest earthquake ever in South America three years ago. And I was there last year and we were doing an event in the city. Now you could still see, you know, rubble and the buildings all shaken. And it still looked like there was an earthquake there recently. Now in the middle of the city, 
there was a there was a church, probably the size it was just probably the size of a football field. It was huge, and the church was completely fine, no damage. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. You saw that for yourself. That's I was there. Crazy. Yeah, I was there. Wow. And with, when you had the experience and when as you've been talking to people from different nations, what is one thing that you always share? Because in this life, when especially one of the biggest prayer requests that people have is finances, right? We mm-hmm. want to like go to another level of finances or break off, you know, the curse of debt or poverty or yeah. whatnot. But what is one thing that you tell to people um, when it comes to money so that money does not become their God? Yeah. So money has wings, right? If you try to hoard money and try to hold money, you'll never get any money. You, you need to be a generous, right? The, the Bible says, you know, the person that's generous will, will prosper, right? So mm-hmm. I've realized, you know, at a young age, um, if you have an opportunity to give, whether it's a dollar to the homeless guy or two dollars, don't worry about what they're going to do with the money. You know, you'll be rewarded just mm-hmm. from having a servant, you know, servant heart, a generous heart. You know, yes, the, t- the tithe, on. yeah, the tithe, the off- offering. When you go to places, don't, I don't, what, what is, what feels better? Giving Christmas gifts or getting Christmas gifts? It's always giving, right? Yep. So yep. Ju- ju- just, yep. just always lead with a, uh, a generous heart and you'll, you will be rewarded. And I've seen it in my life, you know, firsthand. Wow. And when it comes to that, you, when you have the ability to reward and to give, it's because you have. So what have you seen in, in this process in entrepreneurship when people have said, I want it, but they don't really work for it? Yeah. Like they, they'll settle. What do you, what would you say to them? <laughs> yeah. Faith without action is dead, right? You know, there's something mm-hmm. called the law of attraction, which, you know, I believe is real, but sometimes it can become the law of mm-hmm. dis- distraction, right? If you look at the word, Ooh, come on. <laughs> if you look at the word attra- word right attraction, the last, I think five or six letters, don't quote me here, is action. So you say you have a goal. You say you have a dream. Amazing. God gave you a dream. Amazing. But if you don't work toward that goal or dream every day, I call it being delusional. It's like you say you want to have success, but you're not doing the thing that a successful person or man or woman is doing. So you have to create a plan and stick to the plan and just trust, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, one of the most fable, uh, most Versus that everybody knows, yes. you got to trust the, trust the plan God has for your life. Mm, come on. And so it, as you have been, you had a vision, you know where you're going in terms of your vision, in terms of your, your destiny. So what is one of the things that you can share with the audience that you have done personally when it comes to planning so that you remain consistent? Like what has been your mindset when it comes to that? Yeah. So I, I you know, build my whole year in four 90-day runs. So the first quarter of this of this year, I was traveling. I was on a plane every three, four, five, six days. Uh, second quarter, I didn't travel. Third quarter, uh, I didn't travel. Now the fourth quarter of this year, I've been on a plane every five days. I just got back from South America. I was in Arizona. I was in Denver. Uh, I leave Puerto Rico and a few other places in a few weeks. So I always plan my work, right? And then I work my plan. People get it backwards. Mm-hmm. They, they, they think that if they just keep working, eventually it'll be it'll happen. But if you're working in the wrong vehicle, I can tell you're going to be frustrated and struggling for a very long time. Wow. And what have you seen with people that have said, hey, Mike, like I want to, for example, build with you, um, but they don't really come through with it. What have 
what what is like one thing that you would like to share with people in terms of like hey like if you really want something yeah you need to go and like make it happen because like what you said earlier like you can want something but if you don't do anything you're delusional which is very accurate you know um and that's why the word of god says that faith without these is dead which you mentioned so mm-hmm. what is one thing that you're really big on in sharing especially with men because one thing that um men and you can correct me with this is the pressure to be um the provider to be yeah. the one who brings in resources and have you ever felt a pressure to do so especially you know coming from living in your parents house and being now more you know financially independent and helping them out yeah so i think it just comes down to uh, right I, I you know men and women can have this but i see a lot of men in 2018 with ego right edging god out mm-hmm. and they think they can do everything themselves now but you know trust the kingdom of god first trust god first and then you got to take action. But, you know, as a, as a man or as a male, you, you have to realize that, and this works really for anybody, nothing's going to be given to you in life. Like somebody's not going to give you the lotto check. Like a couple of days ago, the, the billion dollar lottery, people were putting thousands of dollars into the lottery and they were not investing into themselves. Imagine putting that, <laughs> that money into the kingdom or putting that money into yourself. The best investment Come you on. can make is in yourself. And uh, over the years, I mean, I, I've probably spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars per year on myself on you know personally growing myself and and that's why the, the result of income eventually starts to come mm-hmm. and i'm pretty and you have also given to your vision correct yeah of course i get invested in your vision in itself of course and what are ways that you have invested in your vision oh man i mean you know, th- this past trip to South America is like six thousand just for the flights, the the hotels. But wow. it's all, but it's all worth it, right? I don't I don't look at mm-hmm. numbers like today. I look at what they're going to become mm-hmm. and what's going to happen, right? You got to sow the seeds, right? When when nobody mm-hmm. believes in you, when people are doubting you, that's when you have to work the most. Because there's a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not from the Bible, but you guys might like this quote. It says friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. And that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's what's going to happen so, for your life. <laughs> for anybody. Yeah, and exactly. That's usually what the the situation is when it comes to that. So when you were first starting entrepreneurship, how was your experience? And saying, you know what, God, even if it's only you backing me up, I want to go through it only with you. Or maybe you yeah. had like a course, uh, like a small group of core people who were there with you. Like who was there with you when you first started and who is there now with you? Yeah, I mean, definitely my family. You know, if I could be honest, my family didn't really believe in me <laughs> until I started to have mm-hmm. some success. But mm-hmm. it's okay. I love them anyways. And now, you know, Absolutely. my my dad went from being a supporter to actually being a part of the business I'm in, who's, you know, he's on track to do very, very well financially through through the company that we're a part of. But yeah, you know, very close friends. You know, if I can be very honest, I lost a lot of my friends and I gained new ones, right? The people you start with won't always be the people you finish with sometimes. And that's for a reason because God gave you a vision that's bigger than them. And you and sometimes they you're going to have to let go and you're going to have to trust mm-hmm. God in that process. Wow. And how has now, for example, that you mentioned that your dad is with you, especially your dad also being the head of the household and the one who also helps, you know, provide. Mm-hmm. How has your relationship with your dad um, become now that you both are co- co-partners in, you know, business? Yeah, it's definitely grown, you know, over the years. We've always been very close because I played baseball. He was, you know, always one of the coaches and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now it's at a different level where it's, 
you know, it's like a higher level of thinking and we're on the same wavelength. And when you get around people on the same frequency, right, if you're trying to listen to 96.5 mm-hmm. on the radio and you got Y100 or 100.7 on the radio, mm-hmm. you're not going to listen. You're not going to hear the same music. See, you got to get a mm-hmm. circle. You got to get a circle of people yes. around you that are going to elevate you and not push you down. <laughs> the mm-hmm. best way to say it. And what and what is one thing that you have seen that God has showed you? Because I know, at least for me, when it comes to now doing life and pursuing purpose, you only need to keep around the people who closest to you because you're always going to be friendly to everyone. Of course. But the people who are closest to you, you have purpose in. And what has been um, a, a way that God has shown you? You know what? Um, a person say in your life, I don't know, Mark or whatever. I don't know if you have someone in your life, Mark. But <laughs> okay. you know that Mark belongs in your life. How have you as a man also seen that like, wow, you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to stick this person next to me. Yeah. Well, you'll just know. I mean, you'll know if they're trying to get something from you or they're trying to be of value. Um, you know, very, mm-hmm. very honestly, I, I don't keep people in my life that don't bring some sort of value. Not that I need them, but it, life is too short to spend time wasting it with people mm-hmm. that have bad intentions and bad energy, right? You always have mm-hmm. to protect the energy around you because if they're negative, you know, misery loves company, right? They're going to make yeah. you miserable and you got to get around people that yeah. are going to help you elevate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also wanted to ask you in this whole journey, you know, you being in your early twenties, now being 24, what is one advice that you would give to younger men who feel that sort of like pressure or that sort of like burden or that sort of, um, stigma or oppression to be like you know what you gotta make millions you gotta make millions you gotta make millions and then they can be very hard on themselves because i mean sometimes there's no fruit sometimes you do stuff and you don't see fruit for a while Mm -hmm. so what would you encourage men and and what would you say to them to encourage them in in this point yeah so i would say a few things right number one eliminate and stop caring about what other people think about you whether you work at a restaurant Mm -hmm. Publix, walmart it doesn't matter if you start your own business. So that's number one. But number two is you got to get in a vehicle where there's no cap to your income. Maybe you have to pay your, your, your bills with your job. Nothing wrong with that. But there is something wrong with limiting. You have this dream. And if that vehicle you're in right now is not going to help you fulfill that dream, you have to right, seek. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Mm-hmm. Most people knock on the wrong doors. And then when the door opens, they're like, oh, I don't want this lifestyle. So one, eliminate what people think about you. Two, get in the right vehicle. And three, find mentorship. Find somebody that has the results you want, you know, in, in the kingdom. Find somebody that has results, you know, in, in life, in a business that you're going to yes. pursue and spend mm-hmm. time with them, right? Find a mentor. That's that, that's the mm-hmm. secret. And it'll it'll cut the learning curve in half. Yes. Yes, come on. And there have been people that they sometimes don't really see the value of mentorship because I believe mentorship can go through different avenues, whether it be in church or whether it be in business or career. So what would you tell those people when it comes to mentorship and how important it is for them? Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a mentor, you're going to spend a lot of time being frustrated. Uh, Mm. You know, if you're building a business, you're going to, you're going to spend a lot of money on things you probably don't need to do or you don't need to invest in. So get a mentor, but, but in reality, you have to Mm -hmm. respect and earn your mentor's time. Uh, there's a saying that, you know, your mentor really chooses you. You have to show that you're serious, that, that you're not going to be inconsistent. Nobody mm-hmm. will follow an inconsistent person, an inconsistent leader, whether it's going to church, whether it's whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. 
So find a mentor in your field, right? Find a mentor that has the lifestyle you want and do not take advice from people that you would not be willing to switch positions with in all areas of life. Wow, that's very, very powerful. And in that essence, how have your mentors and who are, have been the people and the men of God who have influenced you the most? Yeah, I mean, I've been you know, grateful to have a lot of mentors, you know, some family, some friends. Um, it's, just a lot, it's a lot. I have mentors that I've never met that I listen to on YouTube. You know, <laughs> some of my mentors are, are, are you know, not, not here anymore on earth because of social mm-hmm. media and because of, of YouTube. So don't think, you know, just don't think that you need to have a mentor in real life. Go look up, you know, Jim Rohn. Go look up, you know, some of these pastors that, you know, maybe we hear. Um, Steve Furtick. Yes, yeah, Stephen Furtick, somebody I, I follow and, and listen to every single morning, the, the eight, 11-minute mm-hmm. videos in the morning. Um, so I'm not, I don't want to give, you know, exact recommendations, but find a mentor, and they don't have to be in person. They could be on YouTube mm-hmm. and, and study, study, study and then take action on the things that you learn. Don't just learn, right? Don't just learn, learn, learn. Don't take action. Learn it and then go apply it. Mm -hmm. And what is one key into um, taking action and remaining consistent that has helped you? Uh, You know, if we want to talk about income, I I have this saying in my team. It's like, show me your calendar and I'll show you your income. It's just a good example, right? Because I see people, they're they're busy, but they're not active. There's a difference between Mm -hmm. productivity and activity. Most people are not productive mm-hmm. because they base their life around things that are just not going to get them closer to their goals and dreams. So make sure you have a calendar, number one. And number two, don't, don't go to bed until the next day is planned the night before. That'll keep you on track. Oh, that's really, really good. That's really, really good. And when it comes to um, rewarding yourself, okay, well, now I have you know, this amount, you know, how do you, how do you, in the sense of rewarding, I mean, how do you stay humble with now the level that you have? Cause you have a lot of people in your team from different nations. You have um, uh-huh. people in Peru, correct? People yeah. in Ecuador, Colombia, all over. Yeah. Colombia, all over South America. And I believe Europe as well. Correct. Yeah. All around the world. It's crazy. So you have a lot of people under your leadership. And you have so much influence upon their lives. And within this, how do you remain humble throughout this, you know? Journey? Yeah. So, I, I, you know, sometimes, especially when you're young, and I've done this before, so I can speak from experience. You know, I was 18 years old. I walked into BMW and I bought a $55,000 car, probably when I didn't need wow. to do that. So I got humbled in uh, that yeah. situation. But I just, I just really understand that you need to live below your means. You don't need to go Ooh. buy crazy stuff. You know, if you... There's nothing wrong with wanting a Mercedes or a BMW or wanting those things. Nothing wrong with that. As long as you don't make that your, you know, your God or your master, right? You can't serve money mm-hmm. and God. You got to, you know, choose. Come on. But yes. reward yourself when you deserve it, right? I, I, I've, you know, been very living, you know, very humble the past 12 months as my income has been going up. I'm very grateful. I'm being very smart. I'm being very wise. And when the time's right, right? Sometimes we think we have to. Guys, think things through. Mm-hmm. And then follow through. But you got to think things through first. Don't make crazy decisions financially based on emotions. Because mm-hmm. uh, I see too many people get crushed mm-hmm. time after time doing that. Because you, besides um, investing, you do you also save? Or you just d- directly, like, whatever money you get from your business, you put it into a savings account and you put it into an investment account? Or what is something that you do that has helped you that you would like to share with others? Um, you you want to have you know multiple streams, right? That's the mm-hmm. that's the goal. 
But you have to understand is that if you don't have one solid stream of income first, it's a dream. You'll never have seven mm. streams if you don't have one solid stream. So yeah, I have different accounts, you know, index funds. I invest heavily into cryptocurrency mm-hmm. uh, in, in the foreign exchange markets, you know, not really too much stocks, but you want to have different portfolios, mm-hmm. one more conservative, one more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And you want to be smart and understand that you got to, you got you, anybody can become, you know, a six or seven figure earner, but you have to have different wealth buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, just an example. I have a few accounts where, one, every day, it automatically gets taken out of my account. I have one account that every day, $30, leaves my bank. Wow. I don't even see it. Wow. And, it. and it goes into this account. It's been going on for five years. So there's money there. I don't even look at it. I'll look at it in 10 years. Just an example. Wow. That's like a growing tree for real. Yeah. Like money has day. wings. You got to yeah, let, let it fly. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I feel like you have shared so much for in, like a different pieces of advice for men and for women. So just to close out, um, I wanted for you um, to leave your, your Instagram handle. So if you can share with us any information, if anybody wants to get in touch with you um, and reach out to you, where would it be best? Uh, yeah, Instagram is the main platform. It's just Mike, M-I-K-E-S-O-T-E-R-O underscore. Uh, Facebook, it's Michael. So A-E-L, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S-O-T-E-R-O. Those are the main two platforms I'm on. And uh, yeah. Definitely great to be connected with all of you guys. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm actually going to leave the information down in the description box on the podcast. But thank you so much, Mike, for coming on Royal Generations podcast and for sharing with us very valuable information when it comes to entrepreneurship and onto your that how God has influenced you in this journey. So I thank you so much, Mike, for this. And everyone who has tuned in, thank you. Like and subscribe.